Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. I mean... They're under the goddamn ground. They're in the ground. <laughs> That's how I'm, they get you. I can feel them under my feet right now. This is a big one. Uh, a real, real big a, one. Big, big sucker one. here. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. There are a few movies that are as important to my movie history as Tremors. This is like the all-time great TV movie. Oh, absolutely. This right? is on the TNT Mount Rushmore, <laughs> right? This is huge. Yeah, this yeah. has to be. Has to be. I saw this movie on TV so much. My family. This became a huge movie in, in my family. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not alone. No, this you're not. This is a classic, yeah. right? I think this is a lot of families found themselves watching Tremors on a Saturday yes. when they didn't mean to. <laughs> right. But they did. At minimum, Tremors was huge, right? To, to my mind, eight-year-old kid that knew <laughs> nothing, I assumed Tremors was just a huge movie. Mm-hmm. I thought Tremors was as big as... The you know Jaws, Tremors was my Jaws. Right, right. Like everybody knew Tremors. Yeah, sure. There were everybody at school saw Tremors. There weren't there weren't any toys or backpacks <laughs> or <laughs> right zero see, merch of any kind. Of a lot of Tremors right? swag, but no still, marketing. A classic. And so I just assumed for years Tremors was <laughs> that everybody knew this movie and it was a huge blockbuster. I mean, are you telling me it's not? Because I still think Apparently that. it is not. I guess it's this movie that... <laughs> I never was, learned this lesson. I think it. the math checks out that it became a huge rental mm. and home video and TV hit. Because by my memory, I don't think I watched a movie on TV more than I watched Tremors. Yeah. This was like my one of my family's movies. I 100% agree. One, one of those movies you will watch at minimum... 13 minutes of until a commercial break <laughs> yeah at least through the break <laughs> like if you're flipping back and forth from a giants game yeah. and suddenly it's any scene in tremors you're like yeah oh, i'll stick around oh the fucking car gets pulled in sure yeah, right. sure yeah i'll stick around for that i know that'd be like watching tv with my dad and it's like nascar golf and then oh tremors in between those <laughs> yes. those three you kind of Man, rotate around the that na- the random <laughs> saturday afternoon nascar jump to tremors never never that knew him feels, to care man. about racing but if nascar my, was on my dad would tape races <laughs> he taped he just filled up vhs don't with tell me how it races. ends yeah <laughs> he would watch it like and just watch it real time like 300 miles so guys good. going around dude oh man tape and races i gotta is say such now a- thinking like watching nascar on fast forward might actually be fun See that thing in double time. Oh, man. My dad would <laughs> yeah. care. You loved the real Tremors time Tremors was always there. I got to say, I did bring up to my wife that we were going to do Tremors, and she's like, I don't think I ever saw it. How? So some families How you, did not yeah. get that joy. The minister's family yeah. was not imbibing they were, on Tremors. They were at church huh? all weekend. Huh. Yeah, they but, were at church on the weekends, man. <laughs> our church was Tremors. Perfection Nevada. That was our chapel. It's such. It's a movie I love so much that, man. In retrospect, a weird movie for my entire family to love. Like, my mom does not love Tremors somehow. How Hmm. does this happen? She's not a woman who loves Tremors. (laughs) And yet, she watches Tremors when it's on. It's a pure entertainment movie. It's Right? It does it all so well. It's insanely entertaining. Every character is entertaining and lovable. Uh, Every relationship is believable and also kind of unique for movies. Yes. Like, you have these... This bromance in 1990 <laughs> between Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon that, you know... Between two guys 15 years apart at least. Yeah, but it's a tender friendship. You know, It's, it's not. There, right? It's not like Schwarzenegger and the other guy like seeing whose bicep is bigger. <laughs> you know, these are guys who's like bickering over breakfast and out this on the range. Gr- this is a great together. cast. They're gay is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? A lot of homosexual tones in the opening of Tremors, but... <laughs> And I love them all. And I love it. I yeah. wish we I'm got there. more shirtless scenes between them. <laughs> like, I wish they got sweatier occasionally. The scene. Yeah. yeah, they really skimped in a lot of ways. <laughs> I really kind of wanted it more gay. They're on a budget, though, yeah. 
I didn't need full Call Me By Your Name, but mm-hmm. I wanted some kind of like no embrace. No, it's actually a, a very much like a not father son, but like you know older guy, younger guy learning a few things or two. The younger guy is giving the older guy shit. Yeah, but they're best friends. He's and then, also a future version of uh, yeah. of Val. Yeah, it's such a well cast movie. Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon are so good in this. Yeah, Bacon's a weird guy for me. Because I don't know if I can call myself a Kevin Bacon fan. And it's also kind of weird that his career has been as durable as he is. Because mm-hmm. he's always been one of those guys who I can't quite decide if he's like the ugliest good-looking guy. <laughs> or like the best-looking ugly guy. I don't know. He just seems like an ugly, weird guy to me. He's just got like that light brown hair that you don't see in movie stars. Like, yeah, he's got... I hate his I hate his look. hair and tremors. I hate how it kind of sweeps back yeah. over the ears. Yeah. Whereas cause Fred Ward always has like that cool hairline. Oh man. Grizzled guy. His hair, hair in this is Ooh, untouchable. Untouchable. Right? I don't know how he does it. It looks great. Earl Bassett's yeah. unflappable. But there for some reason I heard Bill Paxton was cast. Almost cast as Val. Can you imagine? As Val. As, as instead Kevin of Bacon. Hmm. And then I realized Kevin Bacon is kind of a different path, Bill Paxton. Different ways. They're goofy in slightly different ways in the face, but also can clean up nicely for certain roles. I love Bacon in movies like Mystic River. Yeah. But I also don't know a lot about what Bacon was doing between Footloose and Tremors. I think he was a star on the well, he, decline. He's he's a guy that this. could have been a perfect genre star. Yeah. And he's still kind of like, I, you know, he's been doing a lot more genre lately and... All my favorite stuff of his is like Stir of Echoes or, you know, obviously he's great. In his multiple uh, child molester movies or yeah. rapist but then, movies. But then he also does, like, he tries to go for this hard drama. Like, yeah. uh, did you ever see the one where he's like an Alcatraz prisoner? Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. he's just in there just being like, Alcatraz! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the career path of Bacon is weird. Not great. It's very... But then he's also like the straight man in like A Few Good Men or... Yeah. In uh, wild, he's in wild things like the threesome <laughs> but movies. If so you weird. picture Paxton in every Kevin Bacon role, <laughs> it totally makes sense. Yeah, like it makes perfect sense for them to have each other's career. One went one way, one went another way. I, I, I now right? want to see Bacon do Twister. Like I'm imagining he could him easily do Twister. That would be a being make a storm sense chaser. Total yeah, Kevin Bacon movie, and I would die to see Bill Paxton in 1985 do like Footloose. Mm-hmm. Oh man, or, uh, and Footloose would be so cool. A great Kevin Bacon one I've got on the disc is Quicksilver, where he's the bicycle messenger. Oh sure, that's between Footloose yeah. and Tremors. Yeah, that movie's a dud. Yeah, let's see Black Paxton and she's having a baby. I'm just glad I let's have do it. this. Oh yeah, there you right? go. Perfect. It, so they're the same guy. So I kind of love Kevin Bacon as a Bill Paxton to Fred Ward's specifically Fred Ward character. Mm-hmm. He's so good. We lost a legend. I know. Fred Ward's great. You saw this as part of a Fred Ward tribute night at the theater, right? And that's the first time I've ever... Trevor's is such a TV movie to me. I've never seen it in the theater before this. There's a lot... Because I was eight when it came out. I I rewatched it uh, this week for this. And uh, by the way, there's like six Tremors movies on Peacock. Yeah, they're all there. They're all there. Maybe not Shriek Island. I think the newest one might not be. But they're all there. The pandemic... Tremors but, uh, movie's not on there. As as someone who's seen Tremors fifty times, but also at ve- coming in at various times on TV. Oh yeah, you don't watch this front to back. There's usually. a lot of stuff in the beginning I did not remember. No, <laughs> it was almost, and I also haven't seen this movie in probably fifteen years. Oh, okay, since, sure. Uh, you know, I stopped since living at living home. with your parents <laughs> and watching movies with them. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I found myself a watching while. a lot less romancing the stone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Over the last twenty plus years of my life, seriously, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's certain movies that I watched revisit. a lot and have not seen since then. But yeah, it was good to revisit that. Yeah, I just but there's nothing I don't like about this movie. Like, how can you I, criticize I love this every movie? moment? I love the every choice. Just having them take a whiz at the opening of the movie, yeah. having them. The scene where they're putting the fence up and Kevin Bacon Dude. misses the nail like nine times. And I'm like, is that Kevin Bacon screwing up, or is that the character of Val just being that bad? It feels at this perfect, shit, right? right? Like, it feels too good. That yeah. hammer scene. <laughs> so let me tell you, for a movie that I had exclusively watched 
at on television during the daytime that hearing the crowd die laughing every like by the time he's at the sixth miss <laughs> i couldn't <laughs> believe hammer. it he misses that staple like 10 times misses it twice on one side twice on the other side like how is he doing this <laughs> What, Fred give Ward up all this freedom like, as he just hammers his post in hand for 10 seconds? <laughs> Fred Ward's face. Watch it if he can miss that yeah. staple while he's just holding the barbed wire tight. What a yeah. scene. The first minute of the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, that, I think we're still having credits roll. Yeah. God. I know. These boys, man, arguing about making breakfast. Real, real slum dogs. Yeah. These guys are living Sleeping like, out under the stars. These guys there. are gypsies, essentially, man. These guys are drifters. Mm-hmm. These guys live in a town with 14 people total. There's a certain kind of people that lives in a town of 14. <laughs> and I love them all. People in hiding, yeah. <laughs> it's people, yeah. They're running from something. I love this town. Everyone in the town's great. Perfection. Yeah, Perfection what a, Nevada. What a name, right? Perfection Nevada. And there's towns like this where there's one dirt road in and out of town. Less than 40 people. No other town within 30 to 40 miles. Right. That's a thing. That's a thing in California. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. In our state. It's a, And it's a totally believable, like, you've got Bert and Heather, who are the gun nuts with the bunker and the World Incredible War Incredible casting right there. You talk about great casting yeah. movie. Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre in her first movie. Reba. Michael Gross in his literal first role after Family Ties. Oh, yeah, of course. One day in between I shooting. You, I don't think of Michael Gross in Family Ties. No. If I'm thinking of Michael Gross, it's in Tremors. I'm like, thinking of him as in Tremors as, oh, what a couple. <laughs> what a couple, right? Dream couple. There's someone for Bert everyone. Heather. Yeah. God, love the Gummers. But two years before this, he did this movie called In the Line of Duty, The FBI Murders. Oh, Jesus. Where he... Looking exactly how he looks in <laughs> Tremors, not like the dad. <laughs> yeah, family ties. Um, and uh, the blonde from Starsky and Hutch, David Soul. Oh wow! <laughs> the two of them are gun nuts who go on a series of burglaries and then hold off the FBI in a gun battle. And the FBI showed the movie at like training seminars. Holy shit! shit. So about I have no so idea if Michael Gross was like born for this <laughs> or if this guy is just really good at playing people on the fringes of society <laughs> who want to hoard up and shoot people yeah like just i don't know if he's really good at up. that like when i notice gerald mcraney being kind of good at those kind of guys it's like oh he's that dude oh got it got it got it got it so yeah. either way it's crazy that michael gross was the dad of family ties for like 200 episodes yeah talk about a thing we had taped on vhs Man. final episode of family ties huge event who thinks of him as that kind of makes me wonder if he's, he's burt if he's actually an atlanta hawks fan now because it's like brother why is he wearing an atlanta hawks hat let me <laughs> a tell you atlanta hawks hat watch Beautiful. this movie a dozen times and no more before this viewing have i ever been more in love <laughs> With that Atlanta Hawks hat. <laughs> that hat goes into our podcast Hall of Fame of hats. They go- <laughs> I think. <laughs> there are few hat. movie hats that are as iconic as this tan, corduroy, printed out Atlanta Hawks. Not the logo. Yeah. It just Homemade be like shit. having the long script version of San Francisco Giants spelled out in cursive on two colors of a hat that are <laughs> not associated with my team's colors. Exactly. This hat is incredible. I have had an eBay search set for Atlanta Hawks hat corduroy <laughs> for a year now with no hits. Nothing, huh? This hat is an enigma. It's a one of a kind. It's I think a it was just made Burt for the movie. Gummer, man. The other hats that it's in the company of are like Kurt Russell's patrol hat in the thing. Sure. Oh, big time. <laughs> the largest hat ever That's captured big... on film. <laughs> That's, That's a big the one. king. That's a big one. That guy can only fit on the end of the Mount Rushmore. You yeah. need extra room for the brim, right? <laughs> I love uh, Ricky's cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> in sleepaway camp. Man, I, I had the thought watching this, like, yeah, Valentine and Earl are basically Ricky and his friend from sleepaway camp. Perfect. Like, just grown up. This is a buddy movie, man. Mm-hmm. This is a monster movie, a buddy movie. It's a better Dune. <laughs> it's, it it's gives so you what much. you wanted in Dune. It's the best sure. possible version of the coolest 50s sci-fi big monster movies. It's yeah. them. You know, it's those kind of flicks. It's It came from beneath the earth. Except it's a $20 million, you know, $10 million budget uh, movie with cool stars. Really cool stars, cool rubber, cool effects. Oh, great But effects. just fun throughout. Like, just... And, I think know. it's the... You know, this was an R-rated movie when it was in production. Mm. You know, and they made a conscious decision to pair that back and market it different. And even though it didn't make big money at theaters, you know, eventually again became a huge smash in the rentals and yeah. TV market. TV staple for sure. And uh but the idea to I think the scaling back to PG thirteen only works in the movie's favor. Mm-hmm. I like the mix of the horror with how much they got away with, how gross they still made it with only one F bomb. Yeah, good F bomb. It's a pretty cool achievement. It's a it's a really yeah, cool well, process of how do we structure this, how do we edit this, and I thought I think the R rated version would kind of muddle it. I think uh, it made Fred Ward's character more charming when mm. he lets like his S words slip out, <laughs> and he's always a little part embarrassed. Of my French. Yeah. yeah, it gave such a better running likability to all of it. It's way better to make it more like an updated fifties movie. Mm-hmm. But I could also see a more Cronenberg's making a monster movie version of this. <laughs> I could see dark tremors. Man, I don't know. Cronenberg's tremors, yeah. I think it would be a lot of fun. That's the only up. direction the tremors The tremors would go inside see- you somehow. Something. <laughs> the graboids. It'd be way darker. Yeah. It'd be way more fleshy. No, I like that this is kind of a, a lighter tone. And yeah, it's it's got this funny, just like kind of funky country bass uh, soundtrack Weird the whole score. time. Weird score bow, to this bow, movie. Bow. That's one thing that does when they're doing the weird it high, just keeps like it so uh, pole vault scene. Yeah, yeah it suddenly yeah. goes into this Zydeco beat. Yes. <laughs> like suddenly it's just. What is this all of a sudden? Yeah. It's a weird patched together score. It's part of the weird vibe of this movie. I think it's just so fun and different and appealing in different ways. And the comedy is fun, and the dumbness of certain characters is fun. Mm-hmm. The dumbness of uh, Kevin Bacon's Valentine has a good charm to it. The looks of uh, brotherly disgust and eye-rolling every time local seismologist Rhonda comes <laughs> into their view, because she's a dweeb who wears zinc oxide on her nose. Yeah. I love these characters. <laughs> I love. I love that she's a dweeb and not like a hot scientist. Oh, yeah. she's a hot dweeb. Well, Are we kidding ourselves here. <laughs> Rhonda is hot. I always see her as a sister. You know, I never got in. I never was attracted to Rhonda. So you're more of a Fred Ward type. Yeah, and I'm more of the Kevin Bacon uh, type. I like Reba. What can I say? Oh God, yeah. Reba's, couldn't love Reba Reba's in this. Like front buns in her hair. It's <laughs> yeah. just so good. Uh, Reba's front buns (laughs) Michael Gross has such a killer look in this What a cool dude The kind of like cool He's got that Will Clark 1987 hair That same kind of part But with the mustache Kind of thinning but slicked back Thinning uh, a little slick back in the part Kind of the John Saxon You know a little bit Total Saxon vibe (laughs) But with a cool mustache He's a good mustache Cool oh, mustache yeah. guy. Yeah. Not enough credit for being a cool mustache guy. He's right up there with Gerald McRaney's Rick Simon. Mm. He's he's a he's a Rick Simon club. So I love all these characters, and I love Rhonda. She's one of those people that I saw so much and had so many. I mean, you're telling me that, scene, that two-second scene of her running in her underwear <laughs> wasn't huge for you when you were like nine years old watching this on TV? Yeah. It's one of those scenes that's imprinted in my brain, and I'm seeing it in the theater, and I was like, oh, she got pants on like two seconds after she lost those things. <laughs> they gave her some pants pretty quickly. But that's how impactful. Respectful. Yeah. But that's how many, yeah. every scene of this movie is just imprinted on my brain. Uh, the scary scenes, 
for PG-13 are pretty scary. Mm-hmm. When, when people start dying and disappearing, those deaths pile up in pretty scary ways. Yeah, the like 10 minute through 40 minute stretch where they're discovering the bodies. They they uh, discover the guy up on the tower and you get the big like shot of oh, him. Oh, uh, him just sun roasted to yeah. death. I mean, what? that's pretty startling. The guy, you know, whose head you see in the sand is pretty startling. Yeah. But the scary scene is the couple at night. That scene Dude. is actually scary. That had my heart. That's got to be the scariest <laughs> yeah, that is scene a of the movie. Scary scene. Yeah. PG thirteen. There's no gore. Mm-hmm. You don't see a ton, but man, a guy getting pulled underground. A whole part of that scene. Every part of that scene is scary. The yeah. whole build is scary. Where a radio gets just disappears. They're listening to some oldies, mm-hmm. and suddenly the radio's just gone. I think also oh, we were we were living in the height of quicksand mania and panic. Dude, and I'm so afraid of quicksand. Like that movie, the, the movie, especially those few deaths where the guys are getting sucked into the ground is like, yep. That, Every that guy getting sucked the, into the ground box. or my scariest, the corn silo death in uh, sure. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Any kind of that buried in sand or something like that. Oh, God, that's mm-hmm. now my biggest fear. I've never seen quicksand in person, but man, it's like I'm turning away from blazing saddles now. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. That's not, that's oh, not funny at all. I'll wait <laughs> till they get that card out of there. Yeah, <laughs> tell me when it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, this husband going over to investigate the turret. It's like Stephen King level of terror of him going, hey, the radio, it's gone. And then suddenly getting pulled in limb by limb mm-hmm. as his wife's trying to pull him out. You know he's getting eaten. Yeah, Ugh. that's the scary part. Knowing what's on the other I side. I get really scared by people's screams now. We watched Nope recently. It has a lot of screaming. A lot of people getting eaten. Yeah. Screams. Yeah. A lot of the screams in the Northman are just yeah. the scariest thing to me, where even we're not seeing stuff, we're just hearing screaming. And how much screaming. Get really scared by screams Watching lately. this movie again... Uh, for the first time in a while, there was so much yelling and screaming in this movie. Yeah. It really struck me like they're constantly screaming in this movie. Yeah. A lot of just yelling, trying to get the worm's attention. Mm-hmm. A lot of like, look out, kind of yelling. <laughs> it's on, it's coming up your way. A lot of just yelling at the worms. You sucker. That's the one F-bomb. Just like. After they get the first one to trick itself into dying. Constant yelling in this movie. A lot of movie. yelling, Yeah. <laughs> When you got a baby trying to take a nap, it, was, it really was like, all right, all right, all, geez, Kevin, <laughs> tone, it, tone it down. Got a kid in the other room here. Yeah, man, this is a, it's the anti quiet place. It's the best it's version of quiet much place as possible. Place, yeah. yeah. They can only hear us when it's vibrating. <laughs> Completely, oh, so, yeah. So like we don't vibrate then, right, man? <laughs> oh, Tony, I had to do it. Who line. is that Sorry. guy? Who is as this Miguel. <laughs> Tony Gennaro as Miguel. Super diverse population. Oh yeah. By the way, I love the diversity of perfection. We got like that yeah. that guy Tony Gennaro kind of covers Mexican slash Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever the scene calls for, Tony yeah. Gennaro nails it. You got Victor Wong for sure laying down. Love Victor Wong. That late 80s 90s Asian uh, persuasion God. there. Charlie does a Victor Wong. Let me tell you. I won't do it this time. The worst thing in the world, to, a face made for a podcast. I, love I will this, spare you. That. I love I this town. I love the mother and the daughter from Jurassic Park. Yes. I know. I totally forgot that that girl from Jurassic Park's in it. Yeah. And Charlotte Stewart, the mom, is Who's a total she? legend. She's uh, the girlfriend, baby mama, whatever, in Eraserhead. And is no. Bobby Briggs' mom in oh. Twin Peaks. She's a total lynch She's a Lynch regular. Wow. Yeah, Charlotte Stewart. Very cool. She came back for a couple of the sequels. I don't so doubt did the girl. It. I don't doubt it. I think they were in two and three. Nice. And Fred's in two. Fred's in two. Right. Michael Gross is the uh, the UG he's Levy. He's the star of, of all of them. I think he's at least up through five, right? Oh, he's in all. Of them. He's in the the 2015 one. He's in the 2018 uh, one. I kind of. I think I might have to go back and watch all the Tremors now. Yeah. Let I me tell you. We might have to do that. So I've said, you know, my family was a big video store family. and But we were a new releases kind of sure. family. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
You've we seen didn't, it all before. Yeah, we, What's we new? my my fan my dad wanted the new releases, and so that's where we we didn't go with a made for t for video. Mm-hmm. Those were not rented by my dad, but Tremors two was the first made for video one, and I have this memory of us thinking we kind of got pranked. <laughs> And that's more due to the fact that I was still young. I didn't know the value of some TV and direct video yeah, movies. Yeah. And Tremors 1 is just so legendary. So that kind of bummer experience with my dad watching Tremors 2 Aftershock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, I didn't know they could. I remember there. I think they have little ones that hop on the ground now. Yeah, and I think they start flying in part three. Yeah, but I think that's yeah, a different phase of the graboid. I feel like I've seen up through three, maybe a little bit of four. Four is like the legend begins, and it's oh, is it a prequel? Takes place in the old west. Oh, geez. so I feel like that's I've gotta... seen some. I feel like there was like a marathon on TNT, you know, sure, two thousand two or something with all of those. But... These are all spaced weirdly apart. Yeah, a lot of direct-to-video movies were like every year to two years, right? If they were a franchise, there's like five to six years in between every yeah. Tremors sequel. It's almost like they forget to do another one, and they're like, "Oh, what? If we never did another Tremors." <laughs> yeah, shit. Is All this, right, is this constant reboots? They all so seem weird. to be following a path. I don't know. Maybe Shriek Island is that seems different. It looks good. So I'm saying it's weird we haven't got dark tremors. There's a tremors cold day in hell that looks like maybe an Arctic tremors. I like I like the title Back to Perfection. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good after the colon. Title. But I think the sequels, from what I remember, the ones I've seen, they forget that you make up for the cheesy special effects with good, entertaining, fun characters that you care about. Every other one and didn't have it. That's what Tremors has more than so many other horror movies is that you actually like these characters. When Victor Wong gets eaten in the store, like you actually feel bad for that little guy. Yeah. It's a you small like town. You don't want there to be actual deaths. Yeah. It's like these 14 people are savable. I mean, Melvin's parents might be missing, so maybe it's only 12 or 11 people. I don't yeah, know. What is Melvin's what deal? What is Melvin's deal? What, what a, This kid's just Melvin. wandering around. Nobody likes him. Where, Again, that's why he's he a 17-year-old kid who got abandoned in a town of 14 people in the middle of nowhere. This is the anti-sending-your-kid-to-military school. Such a little We're just shit. making this kid self-sufficient town asshole. <laughs> like, town prickus. Melvin. Just, they needed that character in the 90s, in, in 1990, to just be like, no way, dude. You know, like, <laughs> that's your Bill Paxton. And you know what? Like, I also if you're going to cast Bill Paxton so like, in this movie, he should have been Melvin. I mean, fuck Melvin. <laughs> but also, I love everybody's interaction with Melvin. Yeah. I love uh, Gross giving him an empty gun. Great. There's nobody great Melvin him. seeds, right? No, but nobody likes him and nobody should I like him. I think every man at some point. Is like threatens Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin has a bad sense of timing he's, <laughs> on a lot of his jokes. He doesn't always know when to quit. No, he's not Melvin good. doesn't know when to turn it off. That's a problem with mm-hmm. Melvin. <laughs> I love all these people. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. There's a lot of great 50s sci-fi. This is like a 50s sci-fi movie that I saw before I saw mm-hmm. 50s sci-fi movies, right? And a lot of those are 90 minutes, and there's a lot of, like, 15-minute scenes of, like, well, these characters have no chemistry at all with each other. It's a yeah. town, It's a local scientist with a town sheriff with the guy who spotted the thing and his woman, mm-hmm. and none of them seem like they have ever talked to people before. But it has cool creature effects, and maybe Harryhausen did something with it. And right. Tremors gets that, no, we can actually make these characters good. It seemed like they actually like each other and do live in a town of 14 people. Mm-hmm. They know each other and they've known each other. Just the scene of them leaving town and the woman actually believing it for the first time. Oh, these people have lived around each other for years. Yeah, you totally buy that these are people that are close-knit and care for each other. and Everyone's kind of... Uh, yeah, like I also like that they are the... the the point of the movie is not to investigate what these things are, where they came from, which is so many 50s movies are preoccupied with. What brought what, them here? Or, or like there's no like what radiation, you know, weapon can we use against them? It's it's like we got to save these people. We got to get out of here. They even have a great conversation towards the beginning of like, you know, well, I think they're, you know, ancient. 
Sure. And then Fred Ward's like, nah, these ain't local boys. They're from space. (laughs) (laughs) These ain't local boys, right? And I But, like, they don't spend the rest of the movie then, like, looking at Petri dishes to see where these things came from. I mean, that's... That's why Doesn't I kind of I love this way more than I love a movie like uh, The Quiet Place or those movies, you know, where they even you know newer stuff like The Meg. Mm-hmm. Too much time with them telling me. So what happened was this portal to an ancient land was somehow <laughs> open. It's like, don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care why Jaws is here. It could just be a big show. Jaws just showed up <laughs> and he's killing people. I don't give a shit what yeah. current swept him into town. Like, and so we waste tons of time on this. Tremors knows, like, I don't know, man. They're under the ground. That's how they're getting us. Mm-hmm. That's all we need to know. And we need to act now because bodies are turning up. We're missing out. Good. Yeah. They understood. Spend the time on the characters. Spend the time on connecting with these characters. Just reacting and not reacting stupidly even to monsters. These people are doing what they can, but doing it as a community. Yeah. I the, liked that. There's never really like a, yeah, there's never like an eye roll moment with these characters. Like you kind of believe every path that they take. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Val and as Earl. As silly like, as some of them get. Like they're trying to get out of town, but the road's blocked and then they try to get horses and the horses are attacked. It, and... it's, it's also got that great buddy comedy, lethal weapon thing of this happening on like, his last day. Yeah. <laughs> they were literally driving out of town when the worms attack. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, sometimes when the universe is telling you to stay in perfection, mm-hmm. if you ever needed a sign and you were finally like, all right, I'm leaving town and I'm never looking back. And then suddenly you're like, oh, today's the apocalypse. Really? After I pack up all of my shit. Yeah. Great. Fuck. Great. <laughs> but this movie also has such a great nod to all these it's really a perfect update of those fifties classics in the way they spend some time not showing the horror. Mm -hmm. Like when uh, they're pulling away from the mountain and the trucks hung up, he has to keep shifting and uh, restarting the truck to get to pull away. You find out right afterwards because one of these gross tentacles was tying up an axle so much better than just showing a thing, shooting out and grabbing their truck Mm -hmm. and peeling out and, I love the 50s approach. That AIP kind of style of a uh, worm eye view. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Instead of showing some of the worm, you're the seeing worm, worm POV eye view. is great. Uh-huh. The, yeah, kind of Sam Raimi along the ground running with the camera POV. I love the, the uh, yeah, the reveal of thinking they're these little snake creatures at first. And then when the, when the big one first pops out, it's just major. It's massive. I love, yeah, man. Every so big good. reveal of how big these things are is so good. Every bit to me is good as seeing more and more of Jaws. When they unbury that one that runs itself into the culvert mm-hmm. and find out it's like 20 feet long and has huge spikes on its sides to propel itself, what do you do when you confront a thing that nobody's ever heard of before? Yeah, really. I love how they make it so unbelievable. Now, I know very little about seismology. Okay. I only minored in <laughs> geophysics and seismology at the University of Houston. So I'm not an expert. But I love that for most of the movie, our seismologist character is basically denying all evidence <laughs> of these tremors under the guise of, oh, these sensors have been out here for years and have never sent something. Yeah. Doesn't that mean that you're like the one that's discovering the comet yeah yeah instead she's like well this has never shown anything that's why there's sensors out there Rhonda, because they're waiting for things to happen i think she's still getting that phd i don't think she got to the part in her training where when sensors go crazy you should tell someone yeah call back to the office she keeps for 35 (laughs) minutes of this movie she's like you know my sensors have been going bonkers for the last week and a half i've never seen anything like it we've never shown so i think these machines are busted Rhonda. <laughs> yeah this is why you're out here girl well i've never seen a sign of a meteor before so i see no need to alert anyone you've got a good 50s scientist voice there thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. but no yeah it's, it is funny yeah, girl just like yeah 
are you guys feel well like she's asking the two bumpkins that come up in the dirty truck like have you guys been like feeling any weird shakes <laughs> yeah. or quakes or anything i like, know i'm the seismologist <laughs> with all the gear out here but have you noticed things feeling a little shaky lately <laughs> i don't know Rhonda. tell us it's the meteorologist being like, is it clammy? Are you, you guys, yeah. <laughs> should I take a jacket, you guys? I don't know. I don't want to catch anything. Do you guys think those are rain clouds or just like regular clouds? I don't know, Rhonda. Take a <laughs> jacket, I guess. I, she, you're, why are you here? And yeah, yet I love why her. Why is she there? I love, <laughs> I love the built-in unnecessary disappointment that Kevin Bacon creates for himself for, for Rhonda when he immediately has this very myopic narrow view of women yeah yeah that i love doesn't affect the likability of his character that one line might be the yeah it doesn't hold up to i know got a line where he's like you will have and he describes (laughs) this perfect sex toy it's it's so weird that kevin bacon just kevin bacon is like if bruce campbell caught on as a guy who's now in like mystic river Mm and hollow man i don't know all these guys just feel like no kevin bacon got this kevin bacon did apollo 13 he got it yeah He's good in that. Isn't Pax? Is Pax in it? Yeah, he's in it, both right? In it. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Oh, we gotta do Apollo thirteen. Man. You know what movie oh, is good? That's Apollo good. thirteen. That is a that is a good movie. <laughs> Apollo thirteen like is great. <laughs> that's some great bacon. Every five years, baby, just like the Trevor's movies. That's where the good bacon comes that's the, out. That's the uh, the movie where Hanks had won the two years previously, and they were trying to go for that third Oscar, yeah. Apollo 13. Oh, he, he should have. just didn't quite make it. It's the Bonds thing. It's yeah. like, well, we can't give another MVP to Bonds. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Jeff Kent. I thought you were talking about James Bond or something. <laughs> yeah. It's the Bonds thing. It's the Bonds, you know. Oh, we give it oh, yeah. we giving no, it to very... Dalton again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should have been it. But yeah, Bacon, man. The guy comes out every five years with a, with a total banger. Mm-hmm. And Tremors was that movie that he... I think resented at the time because his career was, I mean, yeah, Quicksilver. It's cool that you have Quicksilver on Laserdisc. The Quicksilver wasn't exactly a good step from Footloose. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of bacon on Laserdisc now that I think about it. <laughs> bacon was in a lot of movies during the disc era, right? Yeah, I've got Flatliners. Oh, yeah. that's a good bacon. Flatliners was like same year as uh, Trevor's. Yeah. He was hot. 1990 was a wild year for bacon. <laughs> Trevor's in Flatliners. What oh, a picture, dude. I just remembered he was in an Invisible Man movie, like in the late 90s, 2000s. Yeah, man, the I rape totally one. forgot about that movie. Hollow Man. The perv Hollow Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was in, like, The Woodsman. Yeah. He goes out of his way to play bad dudes. Plays the cop in Mystic River, you know? But they're also kind of good roles. Maybe the guy is cool. I like him. I do like Kevin Bacon. He is good. I used to be so good at the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like 20 years (laughs) ago. That's why you have all the discs. You have all these references, man. 20 years ago, I could tell you every Kevin Bacon movie, but now it's all jumbled up in there. Yeah, he. uh, this movie was viewed as like, man, now I'm doing a movie with underground worms. Yeah. This is where I'm at now. And he's he's a total hick in the movie. Like, that's what I do love. He's a dummy. He's a total just... Dirt pile of a guy. <laughs> yeah, he's such but a he's dummy. fun. It's just so fun. I mean, just but he's so, so good. Many him and him and so like you said, the him. friendship between Val and Earl. It's a great. It's lethal weapon level. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a great buddy duo. He's just always like jumping over a counter or just being like, "Wake <laughs> up, people! We got worms." <laughs> so, I love it. But he's a good. He's like so dumb, but then he's also saving the girl on her pogo stick. Mm-hmm. saving Rhonda. oh you're talking a scary scene Rhonda getting tied up in barbed wire that's scary that was that's uh, like a quicksand th- kind of thing that's a fear of mine getting tied up in some barbed a wire thing and that she, you her legs get all cut up oh oh yeah hurts. also hats off to the actress who i forget her name i only mm-hmm. know her as Rhonda. did she just run it you mean finn carter the finn carter played? yeah who was married to show favorite steven weber Wow, okay. Yeah, they were one of those Hollywood couples. Big it couple. The Weber Finn Carter joints. I love Steve. I'll have to look up Finn Carter. I love what else she was in. She really wasn't in tons of stuff. Yeah. But I thought she was in. She nailed it, though. But I love her so much in Tremors. I also love the detail of her hairy legs. (laughs) 
where they're getting bandaged up from her barbed wire. Because, yeah, she's a seismologist yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. It's, yeah, why would she be Who's shaving she shaving legs? her legs for out here, right? She's not expecting to meet Valentine. Mm-hmm. Never do. Love this touch. This movie gets these details right. That's why I care about these people. Yeah, yeah. These feel like real people in just, they're there for all different reasons. I like Bert explaining, this is why I'm out here. Like, I want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. He's a guy who's, I don't know, he's like a gun owner. He's a responsible gun owner. True. I love Bert, Bert, responsible gun owner. He lives out there with all of his guns because he wants to be left alone. Man, the reveal of them in their basement, the wall of gun reveal. Incredible scene. Top 10 movie moments of all time. Amazing. No, it, it, the, yeah, you just see them with guns on them the whole time. But then when the creature attacks them and you pan back to the entire wall of guns. Yeah. Uh, that's just it's too good. The the. The pan back, it's almost like a Simpsons gag where it pans back on one wall and then the wall pans back even further and there's an elephant gun. <laughs> like, is this room bigger? What's the next pullback? What is the next scene? Incredible scene. This in the theater. So I never experienced this part of it. Watching it with, and this was a as close to a sellout as I've seen recently. Oh, yeah. Tremors brought it good. out. Good, good, good. This was... I've seen people there at the Tremor showing that I've never seen at one of these double feature nights before. So other people out there, <laughs> this movie was an iconic TV mm -hmm. movie for everyone. That scene was getting cheers midway through and like <laughs> built into full sustained applause. Like you were seeing the finale of a 4th of July fireworks God show. Damn right. When yeah. you know you're getting all the rest of the shit. You know that part of every fireworks show where you're like, they're not stopping. Here comes the big <laughs> this one. This is all of it. Whatever's left, this is it. Once it pans back to the elephant gun, it's this series of elation where it's like, to see if a cannon? Like, where is this headed? Yeah. It's it's almost shocking that Bert does not have a tank. I know. <laughs> it's almost crazy that but he doesn't. The progression of them having their guns and then just like him having a machine gun and Reba having the dual pistols oh, going man. off. It's it's just <laughs> it's just too fun. It's just too fun. How can you not cheer this scene, so, yeah. right? It's oh. so good. And then yeah, you broke into the wrong goddamn rec room. I love how that's a cheer moment. Mauled for sure. up. That is they that sh should have won the Oscar for the fan <laughs> cheer moment, not Flash yes. in the multiverse or whatever it was. Oh, I don't know. I mean, this Bert movie, and this and movie Heather came out the same year as tremors. Total Recall. Mm. <laughs> like ten of, different. A lot of good like, shooting in that yeah, one too. Yeah. A lot of good, a uh, lot of good shit in 1990. It turns out. Yeah. Being, Reba McIntyre. Gun nut was. Uh, I love a movie okay. that takes weird chances. You know, I love this idea. We've talked about this before of the 90s deciding to reboot, like, just do McCarthy era films. <laughs> like, kids will love it now. That's how we got, like, The Shadow and all these oh, other yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. It's like, why are we getting this? The Rocketeer. <laughs> like, yeah, The Rocketeer is cool, but why this? But this movie is smart enough not to just, like, do the giant ants again. It's like, it makes it its own thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it does all these exact same kind of things. It just nails them perfectly for yeah. 1990, while also feeling of its own time and place. It's perfect. Dang. It is perfection. I right? love watching the scene in the, uh, the... This is such a good flashback movie for me. Like, seeing the scene in the market and seeing all the old brands... Yeah. We've seen the old Dude, Pepsi cans that they're did drinking. Did you see that bottle of Orange Crush? Orange, absolutely. Holy, that bottle on the counter with the black label Orange Crush with a couple of perfectly orange patches poking through? Yeah. What a label. I do not remember black label Orange Crush, but Chang stocks it. That whole that whole store is just like... I Pretty like, well stocked for, this, a, for a small town market. Chang's and yes, had, it's got its own little video rental wall. It's Love got coldest small... beer in town. I mean, it's it's like I would I would run that store, dude. Little bar up front. Do you remember? Market. Are you young enough? Or it might have been just a couple years before you, but I remember occasionally renting movies at the drugstore. Like drugstores yeah, yeah. used to stock like some, not like the full selection of VHS, but you could find a lot of movies there. Like mm -hmm. movies used to be just rented out in these places like mini marts i remember also just being able to like buy vhs tapes at like the grocery store 
Oh yeah, like they were just just VHS right at the near, checkout near the checkout yeah. with paperbacks, mm-hmm. <laughs> TV guides. I loved it. Yeah, but yeah, that's and that, so I that loved, whole story once I great. saw Chang's wall of VHS. Like, oh man, I remember my family went. You know, we used to go on camping trips and backpacking trips and stuff when we were kids, or staying at little like trailer park kind of mm-hmm. RV parks in the little RV park video stores. <laughs> you know, we'd stay overnight. Oh, I love that. Because it's just the weirdest selection of movies. Man. It's like they don't have current releases, but it's like, how do they have two copies of Stripes? <laughs> I guess we're watching Stripes tonight. One family already got the other one. You That's don't want to be left get. without Stripes. Yeah, right. Mad dash <laughs> for Stripes. It yeah. just makes me wonder if Perfection Nevada was like a, a camping tourist ground. Like, I mean, you no, really don't had, understand why they're out there. They had to build uh, this set. Most of it's a set. You know, yeah, yeah. we a cool element of this movie is think about how much of it is set outside. Mm. It's a ninety percent outside movie. I think Chang's Market stands out as such a cool set because it's like one of two indoor sets. Yeah, that and Bert's Basement. Right. That's the only time we're inside in this movie. We're in a couple of cabs of vehicles. Chang's awesome market mm-hmm. with a super full rack of kettle chips. <laughs> I didn't know kettle chips were a 1990 yeah. small town perfection Nevada thing. He had like five different flavors when those racks were getting tossed up by a worm. Good on Chang. This guy what, is painted as a small town hustler, but you're stuck in a nice diverse market. I do love the detail of them. Uh, Chang buying the snake from them. Then taking pictures of it <laughs> to the two kids in town, like yeah. So he's buying it for fifteen dollars, then sells you know, then sells the photos for five dollars each to just the two other people who live in town. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> funny. I love it. it so er- why don't we just why don't we just all pass money around to each other? Call it good. Cut back to Al er, to Earl and Val as they were just like. God damn it. <laughs> like they, we could have sold pictures. These guys are just two, the, yeah. these two dudes that don't look, they don't plan ahead. Mm-hmm. This is why they ended up there. You know, we find out why most of these people ended up there. We don't find out why the woman and her daughter are there, which is probably good. There's one line where the woman says something about pottery supplies. It's like, she's an artist. Oh, she's out, on, out in this you know, commune. Out in Arizona or, you know, how they have those little artist sure. enclaves out there. These but people yeah. are all there for a reason, and that makes it such a strong movie when they're all put in differing predicaments with different groups of these people. I stick with it. Yeah. Even if it does have kind of a cool... I don't know if it was just because I watched it on TV exclusively, but it also kind of has a TV movie vibe. But make no mistake, these prosthetics are like oh, the nearing like the thing level of cool. Yeah. Or like I said, Cronenberg level. The full worms, every time we see more, how gross they make it when anyone dies. Mm-hmm. When it smashes in that concrete, they pull back on that concrete and just chunks and pieces the goo slop is out. Yeah, a lot of good goo, a lot of good sliminess when in, the, the, in the little snake faces and stuff. When the, two, when the construction worker jackhammers into it and the gross orange blood bubbles up way more than you'd ever want to see a foreign colored liquid <laughs> bubble up out of the ground. Yeah, like how man? If I'm out on a walk around work and just a neon green puddle of ooze <laughs> is on the ground, I'm just like, oh, come on, yeah, got to get away like, from that, man. Yeah, guy doesn't have a shot. Got gets his leg tangled. Up. That's why I don't step on cords. Mm-hmm. This guy got his foot just tangled right up. Boom! Oh, that shot Ocean of him going up and over the mountain. Guys. Yeah, great. This is all the effects in this are just so good. It's such, it's uncriticizable movie can you imagine yeah. meeting someone that just didn't like tremors could you imagine no, that person can they you don't imagine, exist can you imagine being at all interested in talking to that person beyond that imagine how bad their opinions are on so many other things no chance a person that dislikes tremors has actual good opinions mm. i mean what are the odds i might accept if somebody said you know what 
my family watched that like 20 times growing up and I hate my family. <laughs> so I have negative. It's like, yeah, okay. If you have, yeah, right. If you grew up in a broken home, maybe you don't like Tremors as much. And every time. Because you would just, that, your memory is like just turning the movie up to drown out your parents fighting or something. Yeah. And every time <laughs> Tremors was on and my dad was drinking. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. Yeah, you can diss Tremors. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But anybody else who says, no, nah, I mean, yeah, it was fine. I guess some of the monsters were fun. It's just like, who the hell do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you to doubt Ron Underwood <laughs> and his vision, right? You know, one of the executive producers was Galen Hurd. Dude. Who's a we, name we've talked about. We keep quite talking a bit about on how much Galen Hurd yeah. pops up in credits to the best movies. Yeah. What a legend, right? What a legend. But you talk about a guy who had some m- movies playing on cable success. The next movie Ron Underwood directed the next year, oh. City Slickers. Yeah. City Slickers was also on TV constantly for three years at least. That is, uh, yeah, that is one I've seen a few times. I have seen too much City Slickers. Yeah. People but again, loved not movie. since I lived at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not a movie I've seen since sometime in the 90s. Tremors, I've, I, I revisited. City much Slickers more. goes hard. When it like has those dramatic moments, there's a few moments in City Slickers where it's like, I think Daniel Stern might kill that guy. I think he's gonna kill him. <laughs> a lot of like guys crying. City Slickers was hit some emotional taps, huh? City Slickers was not always it's dark. A, 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 <laughs> a fresh portrayal of dudes. No huh? darkness in Curly's. We gold. explored some faults in the in the in the leads of City Slickers. We dealt with some tough adult issues yeah. out on that dude ranch. And then John Lovitz was in the sequel, and so we did not do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got pallets. Nope, nope, we didn't. All right. His name could go in, though. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But if we had gotten, you know, it's... How did we not get, two years later, Tremors 2, the tale of Earl's gold? <laughs> Come on. City Slickers yeah. gave us... They knew the people wanted more of that dynamic. They loved the cattle rustling dynamic, mm-hmm. and they love Bruno Kirby. They wanted it. Oh man! Sometimes I really miss those days of cable TV being like the voice of the people. Now that kind of airspace is taken up by a lot of infomercial, mm-hmm. where they used to just show like, yeah, show back to back City Slickers and City Slickers Two. Well, uh, show Men at Work with. <laughs> you know? I feel like the we have like a direct TV, so I feel like every time I scroll past like a TBS or a TNT, they're playing a Marvel movie or something. Like, no, play the cool movies that yeah don't already have their own subscription service. Exactly, that people it's all are got dominated for. by. Every time I'm I'm putting wrestling on TNT, they lead in with like the accountant. <laughs> it's like the accountant is the movie that's just being played to death now. That's no shushing. So, like, we're seeing tremors, no tremors to death on these movies. People are also seeing, and it's the Meg. It's the accountant in the yeah. Meg. I see that yeah. on TNT all the time. Like, what is happening? Those are the two Not that are taking same. over now. It just that feeling isn't there. Mm-hmm. Not feeling that. I don't know. I hate to be one of those. It was better when, but <laughs> how how I mean, can it not be better then when you have the facts? Of Tremors. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It is perfection. Tremors 4, back to perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do sequels to this? I really want to watch them. I don't know if we're going to record movies about them, but if we did uh, our, our famous kind of put all the names in a box and draw sure, a random we Tremors. we drew a random Tremors. Can you imagine just getting Tremors 5 and just having to kind of just pick up the story? T5. <laughs> I, bet one, I bet one of them's got Naomi Watts. <laughs> Her career was shit for a while, right? I hope so. That'd be so fun. That's the great thing. You're just like, number four had Deborah Winger. Ooh, I yeah. don't know. No, I don't know. That, <laughs> Deborah Wouldn't Winger that be great? This. I'm, I'm going to have to look it up. I'm sure there's like a like Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in the third one or something. <laughs> Maybe, right? No. There's gold in these, but yeah. Tremors is a sincere gem. It's critic proof. We, we have those few movies that are like, if you bother to criticize Tremors, it's like, yeah. who's this dweeb? Who's this guy you know, that doesn't get it? It's it's one of those that, yeah, it's, even though I haven't seen it in 10 years, it was like an old friend just watching it totally. and just being like, we picked up right where we left off, Tremors. Yeah, man. You know, like, 
Like it's a said, desert island movie. Even though I didn't watch it for almost two <laughs> decades, it's like, well, you can only bring five movies on the island. Yeah. Like, Tremors is definitely going to be It's Hall of Fame. It's, yeah, Mount Rushmore. It's such, like you said, you hadn't picked it up in a while. This is the most pick-up-and-play movie. Mm-hmm. We've, you said, we've seen so many of these. Like, how many times have you seen it? Well, I don't know. I've seen this scene probably this many times. I've seen, You watch it in commercial breaks and snippets. You don't always come in at the credits. Mm-hmm. And there's great stuff to pick up throughout. It's the same way people watch A Christmas Story. Yeah, This definitely. shit doesn't really need to be in, you know, watch these scenes whenever. They're all great. You can pick it up and play. It's so good. There aren't many movies, to me, more important than Tremors. It's kind of unclassifiable. Mm-hmm. It's it's a monster movie, but it's not a scary, scary monster movie. But depending on the age you saw it is, it is a scary movie. It's a buddy comedy. It's a kind of romance. By the way, shout out to Kevin Bacon kissing a girl for the first time. <laughs> Really made you believe that he had no idea what the hell he was doing. Did Congrats, he? dude! You finally got to first. Way to kick it in, mate. You're what thirty? Well, 31? also, congrats to Fred Ward for having the same like huh? look the entire movie. <laughs> Every time Kevin Bacon says anything to uh, Finn Carter, Fred Ward is just there with the raised eyebrows, mm-hmm. like, "All right, champ, there He's you doing, go, buddy." Maybe he'll touch a boob, making everyone he'll super uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, Earl's good. One, th- I love Fred Ward had some great background acting. I love talk about you know one of our. I, mean, I'll, I can talk about a Fred Ward movie for the next month. Give me more Ward. We should. Give me Remo Williams. Give me Miami Blues. Mm-hmm. We'll do Ward. Give me the give me the player. <laughs> but he had so much good background acting during one of the scenes in Chang's when somebody else was talking. I watched him walk over to a shelf and reach for a snack and just start to open it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I love people interacting with the props. He's not getting a John Doe in Roadhouse levels of prop interaction, mm-hmm. but who can? Fred Ward is such a cool guy. He was so charming as Earl. Oh, yeah. And they work together. It's a masterful We've said craft. It all. Yeah. No, it's great uh... cast, great script, great interaction, great focus on the characters. Awesome special effects. Up there with Jaws. Every worm exposure gets cooler and cooler. Bert and Heather gunning them to death <laughs> and pieces of worm just them shooting through tentacles. Oh. Yeah. The elephant gun reveal is kick ass. Elephant gun was one of those things that I'm positive. Anybody watching Tremors had ne- like not heard of an elephant gun, <laughs> and then but nobody questioned it. That was one of those things that, for all I knew, an elephant gun wasn't real into that moment, and then I believed it was a thing ever since. Right? Oh, it's obviously be real, right? it's a real gun. As he's just like loading in a big cartoonish <laughs> slug of brass. Like I'm not questioning this guy. That's another great detail. Oh, those little conversations when they, him and husband and wife were choosing which guns to load up. Reba sounded. That was her knockout scene. Well, the 458 yeah. got some, you know. I like that she's the equal. more puncture power. Yeah, I like that it's not just like the husband lecturing to the wife about stuff. They're the equals yeah. in their mania over He doesn't firearms. have like a, you know, diligent sex slave wife that he keeps yeah. at home or something. He has an equal partner who shares his vision of, you know. Helps him make the bombs. I love the pipe bombs. The scene where, yeah, great special effects where they blow up the worm with the yes. bomb and you get all the splatter on the rock and all that. <laughs> Perfect rubber All the splatter, all the rubber. The great shot of goo that's also um really sick, disgusting, fleshy, bubbly orange goo, but also like, that old sci-fi thing of, what are those, like balloons? <laughs> yeah. Those kind of wet balloons that are in the mix? Are those supposed to be the guts? Like, it's very, yeah. It's, it's not like a, I actually think that those are real worms and uh, the tentacles and stuff. Like, the rubber is so pronounced. Yeah. Like, I, like. But they're the level of But prop- it's perfect for what they're doing in the movie. Like, yeah. it perfectly the props fits the tone of the movie. The props are those kind of props I love where, like, if you went to Planet Hollywood in 1995 and they had a tentacle, you'd be like, oh, what? Like, check you know this what? out. This movie, actually, a lot of a lot of times, especially the stuff with at uh, Chang's Market, and it feels like a stunt show. <laughs> sure. Like, it's got that kind of, like, smoke puff 
going up everywhere. <laughs> what, like a like a theme park stunt show. Yeah, like things just popping out. You of know the what ground. feels like a real stunt show? The, bump? the water tower getting knocked over. When Kevin Bacon jumps butt first off onto the uh, the awning <laughs> yes. and then falls on his butt and kind of does like a that's a Universal Studios stunt show. So it's got that thing. vibe to it. I think that works perfectly. It, it really just, does. Like the comedic that. moment of like the the worm like shooting the bomb back at them. Oh yeah. Like you never you're not scared that they're going to get blown up. It's a fun <laughs> just like run for it. There is a real threat of death, but I love how they don't necessarily go dark. Yeah. It really becomes a whole community on like cuz it could have gone like the mist. Oh, and you're yeah. like, and people are Dude. going just nuts and like, like, oh, maybe we should just kill ourselves, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Fred Ward being like, I want to live for the three days. <laughs> it's just a perfect like encapsulation of the movie. I was really getting Stephen King vibes watching. I don't know. You know he's so such the best. Yeah. But it's really nice mist, isn't it? <laughs> it's if everybody in the mist is like, all right, there's huge building tall crab legs out there. There's tentacle monsters. We're doing something about this. We got to get just like our world as we know it is over and everything is gone. Like they're in a, the apocalypse for all they know. And they're banding together. (laughs) Don't panic. We're getting everybody out of town. (laughs) Even if it means I love how they figured out how to, the whole movie is about playing hot lava. Sure. (laughs) It's, It's an hour of this flick is like, you can't, touch the floor you have to jump from couch to couch yeah right (laughs) is that why i think everybody just drew too much of their life to this we're all playing hot lava i'm positive everybody who's obsessed with guns just is because they saw tremors 12 times when they were (laughs) 9 to 14 and it is it is the movie where the good guys with the guns yeah (laughs) a lot of times this is the ultimate good guys with the guns like what if we have a tremor situation like Shit. What am I supposed to do if 30 to 50 tremors come into my yard yeah. while my children are playing? Yeah, all right. Yeah, we're, exactly. <laughs> we're getting a bunch of feral tremors here in my neighborhood. No, no, no. Yeah, kind of. I get it. I get it. Oh, I love it. Come back to perfection. Oh, right? man. What a nice little place. Even if what we don't great... do the other tremors movies, I guarantee you I'm watching them. Like, it's I'm going to see happen. these at some point. I have to. Especially since time. Ward's in the second one. That's that's worth it. At least got to check out that second one. Yeah. But now I'm worried. If Bacon doesn't come back, that means what's the buddy vibe? Gonna, who's Earl's like bro going to be in too? That could, that's where it's going to fall apart. I think that's what happens in them. That, that The other movies just can't replicate the chemistry of this yeah. movie. Like This movie just has that chemistry. of Everyone is just so natural, interacting with each other in the perfect way. I love every relationship. I love every character. Like, well, there's not there's like, not any character you don't like in this movie. This was a you talk about you know how great the cast was and how some of the cool stuff that the crew and other people the the writing team that did this mm. not exactly lightweights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these two I don't know their names, but they had this weird kind of career where so they had stuff like Tremors, but they also did Short Circuit and Batteries Not Included. Oh, which are all. Yeah, weird yeah. kind of robot movies that heavily focus on the lives of these characters interacting with these things that they thought were impossible. So those were all in a three-year yeah. run that they did these kind of movies. They were really tapping into deeper sci-fi roots with Tremors, but they had the focus on the characters from... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batteries Not Included is a tearjerker yes. to me. I, if, I haven't yes. Again, that's one I haven't seen in a while, but, man, I just remember that being such a... Uh, like an emotional also, movie they also did, for little robots. They also did Ghost Dad. Oh shit! <laughs> well, but for a movie, I'm so sorry because for a movie about <laughs> robots, I hate movies that trick me into being sad about robots. That's so mean. Yeah, that is so not fair. Ghost I feel dad. bad enough about people that I've interacted with in my life. I don't need to feel bad about a robot too. Oh, it's such a tearjerker. That's like the original Wall-E. Oh, yeah. Wall-E, man. I've never watched that again. (laughs) I was so bummed out about Wall-E. That was such a sad movie. But these guys, you know, they wrote Wild Wild West, which is the water world of the late 90s. So it's up and down. They've had some good ones and some bad ones. By water world late 90s, I mean Wild Wild West is an actually entertaining movie that didn't deserve the hate that it got. 
Anyway, these guys wrote some movies that were stinkers. I think we now have to do a Wild Wild West episode because I did not know we had a a Wild Wild West defender in our midst. Let's do Heart and Souls. Oh, hell yeah. Let's dive into this. these guys' whole We're career. doing the entire S.S. Wilson and Mark Braddock. S.S. Uh, <laughs> Wilson. Brett, a... Brett Maddock and S.S. Wilson. This yeah. is the, this is the we'll team. We'll put them right behind our Babalu Mandel. <laughs> the famous writing partners of the 80s and 90s. Oh, oh. man. But these were the, big theater movies. These guys got scripts made into big budget movies. I love guys like that. That's funny. And uh, Trevor's is just such a cool mix of the good. That might care- be their best work, though. Oh yeah, I mean it would be anybody's best work. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned earlier how Kevin Bacon was at you know a decline in his career when he started doing this movie, and was embarrassed by it. But now he's embraced how important it was. It's an important movie, as silly as that might sound. This is a big movie. Never well, could be replicated. Like you said, for for our yeah. Our generation, the uh, the people who grew up watching this movie on TV, it really is like a, a placeholder. Yeah, in that in the memory banks, there it's like you think about Tremors, you think about the living room carpet you sat on when you watched it. You think, Very evocative. You know, you think about those days and uh, a few movies. The, the fact that a movie can do that and, and to be almost like a sense memory. Yeah. It's uh, pretty cool. Those are the movies that I know hit a different level with me. The yeah. one where I remember where I was at and the details of what I was doing, where I watched it. Even if it's what theater I saw it in, you know, like you said, the living room carpet, watching it, sitting on your elbows. Yeah, exactly. These Tremors is one of them. I'm too close to this movie to properly judge it. But who would judge Tremors? <laughs> Only idiots. I'd love to see, like, yeah, Roger Ebert had given this, like, a terrible review or something. There's like, no way. Yeah, no. He got, it's he always good. understood when a modern movie did a good American international picture. He understood the good version. He he loved Q. Mm. You know, if he loves Q the Winged Serpent, I'd be stunned if he somehow didn't like Tremors. He He got this shit. Yeah. And you should, too. If you've somehow never seen Tremors, if your family grew up without, uh, TV. Any television, <laughs> yeah. if you're Amish, <laughs> but you're on <laughs> from Spriga, and uh, watch Tremors. Tremors, is that'll change your life right there. It's out there. Watch them all. They're on Peacock. They're all on the cock. <laughs> watch Tremors. Which I pay for for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. How'd they trick me in? Oh, because they got seven of the eight Tremors? Sure. <laughs> At least hats off to them. Usually when you see an eight series movie on a streaming service, it's like one, two, Four, five, six, seven, eight. Like, exactly. come on. They're all in a row. Who owns three? Yeah. Where is three at? Give them the rights. Come on. Three's on Quibble. Like, <laughs> no, who has Quibble? <laughs> I gotta watch Trevor's three Who's on there. holding on to who this Who is one? this? Yeah. Who has that? Who made a side deal? No, so Peacock at least has all of them except the Love Island. Uh, That's what it one. looked like when I looked them up. Yeah, it had... It had parts one through five and then uh, Cold Day in Hell. Or Maybe we Cold draw Tremor out of the hat. To each watch different ones. Maybe Ooh, explore like these to cover more ground, right? The Tremorverse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll both do a blind drag. <laughs> Let's do, uh, I like the sound of that. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs>